Je kan je Bijbel oopmaken bij Jesaja, hoofdstuk 57, of tenminste 56, vers 9. En dan gaan ons oor in hoofdstuk 57. En het gaan tot bij hoofdstuk 21. Isaiah 56, vers 9 to 57, vers 21. En dan gaan we weer Engels mengen, want allemaal verstaan niet Afrikaans niet. En dan gaan we die helft hiervan doen. En dan volgende zondagavond, ons laatste zondag, nou hier voor ons met verlof gaan, dan zal ons, dan sal ons naar die rest kijken. In die thema het je daar op die scherm, die oplossing voor ons landse problemen. Deel 1. The solution for South Africa's problems. That's what I'm going to be preaching on from this passage. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we believe in your power. We believe in you, our God. We believe in the Holy Spirit, the eternal God. We believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. We believe in one God, three persons, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And we ask, Lord, that you would open our hearts and eyes, for our hearts are dull and our eyes are blind, that we may see, that we may understand, that we may perceive and take in and obey. En ons vraag, Heere, dat u asjeblieft dan nou hierdie woorde so vir ons duidelik maak. Amen. So where's the country? Well, Suid-Afrika. We want the whole South Africa here to, to hear what is the solution to our country's problems. Uh, there's a kind of false optimism. When people are really optimistic and positive, uh, but it's a false optimism when people think that all you need to do to solve your problems is just wish it away. Just ignore it, just make as if the problems aren't there and the problems will go away. And ons weet allemaal dat laat nie die probleme weggaan. Many people today think they can just speak their problems away. They can speak life and uh, think positively and there will be no problems. Well, unfortunately, that's not the case. Uh, en ons weet so met Suid-Afrikaanse probleme ook. Jy kan nie net sê, dis nie daar nie, en, en so verdwijn dit nie. Now what Isaiah does in this passage, is he, he's like a good doctor. He makes a very good diagnosis, diagnose, to say, this is your illness, and then he says, but here's the solution. Now, next week, we'll have more of the solution. Ons gaan eindelijk maar van aantal van het inwerk, maar ons gaan sien wat is die probleem, en wat is die oplossing. First problem with South Africa, with our country. We need, and this is actually the solution, we need the right leaders. So die rechte leiders nodig. Chapter 56, verse 9 to 12. Let's read. Al jylle wille dieren van die veld, kom eet. Al jylle wille dieren in die bos. Hulle wacht is allemaal blind, hulle merk niks nie. Hulle is allemaal stom honde wat nie kan blaf nie, wat... Droomerig lee, lief is om te sluimer, die honde is gulsig, hulle ken geen versadiging nie, en die herders is hulle wat nie weet om op te merk nie. Allemaal loop hulle eie pad, elkeen as hy onrechtvaardige wis, wins, allemaal saam. Kom, sê hulle, laat ek wijn gaan al, laat ons sterk drank drink, en die dag van morgen sal wees as vandag buitengewoon groot. In the 1700s, Everything was wrong with England. 
Men Engeland het net, soos Frankrijk, is bezig om in die drein af te gaan. And the government tried everything to solve the problem. They had education. So let's te teach people manners. Let's do education. Like in South Africa, love life. Let's, let's teach people to be uh, responsible. They had death penalty for 126 different crimes to try and solve the crime problem. And, um, they tried politics and said, maybe this will help. Maybe money. Maybe a better economy. Nothing worked. Nothing worked to solve the problems of England. And then God raised a man, 22 years old, George Whitfield. And God sent a revival. And when people's hearts changed, the country changed. So, mense moest gered word, mense moest tot bekering kom. So, when I say that, when I say we need the right leaders, I don't just mean political leaders, provincial leaders. Ek bedoel nie net stadsrade nie. I don't just mean teachers and headmasters. I don't just mean policemen. I mean spiritual leaders. Geestelike leiders. Ons het die rechte geestelike leiders in ons land nodig. Nou ek sluit hier die ander uit nie. Ek sê die ander leiders is ook belangrijk. We do need other good leaders in secular positions. I'm talking specifically about spiritual leaders. That's what Isaiah is talking about in these verses. Het gaan oor die geestelike leiderskap, die priesters en die profete in Israel. Because what happened is Israel's leadership, uh, they ignored the promise of salvation. Last week we saw chapter 56, the first eight verses, where God promises salvation, where God promises salvation to all the nations. And these leaders of Israel, they just ignored that. Hulle het nie een saak gehad daarmee nie. En nou sê die Heere, nou gaan ek wille dieren inbring om my winger te vertrap, om daarom te vreed. Vers 9, al jylle wille dieren van die veld kom eet, al die wille dieren in die bos. En dit het ons in hoofstuk 5 al gesê, in die eerste klomp verse, hoofstuk 7, na by die einde. Um, en in Psalm 80, waar die Heere sê, gaan jylle oorgee, jylle is my winger, Israel, gaan jylle oorgee, dat die bosvarken jylle kaal vreed, dat die dieren inkom en het stik en trap want jylle wil nie luister nie. So what happened here is these leaders, in verse 12, they're having this party, and the more alcohol, the better the party, they're getting drunk. These are the prophets, these are the priests of Israel. Uh, as we saw in chapter 28, dis nou al baie lang terug, maar daar het ons gesê, die hulle so besope, is so dronk, as hulle kan nie eens recht opstaan nie. En dis die leiders van Israel, en terwijl hulle hierdie dronk partijkie hou, weet hulle nie, die heren die wille dieren ook genoeg, en sê, julle is ook genoeg na die partijkie toe, maak jy hekke oop. So terwijl julle, julle self oor eet en dronk drink, gaan die dieren julle eet. Nee, net soos in, in Deuteronomium 28, waar die heren sê, hy is die wille dieren stuur, om hulle te eet. Vers 26. So what was supposed to happen is the leaders of Israel, they were supposed to be watchmen, wachten. They were supposed to be watchmen, Looking out, warning the people of God, warning the nation against sin, um, warning them against danger, praying for the people. This is what wachten doen. Nee, in Israel, geestelike wachten, soos in Isegiel of in Jesaja 62, waar die wacht op die medium is staan en intree vir die volk. But they're not praying for the people. In chapter 56, in verse 10, we saw at the end of verse, uh, verse 7 at least, it says, My house shall be called the house of prayer for all peoples. They didn't pray. 
They were supposed to pray. They were supposed to be watchmen in God's house of prayer. Hulle het nie in die tempel gegaan om in te tree en te bid vir die volk en hulle te beskerm. Hulle is net blind. Hulle is sonder geestelike inzicht. Het sê in vers 10, it says these watchmen, they're all blind. They have no spiritual insight. They don't understand the ways of God. They don't understand the ways of God. They don't even see judgment is coming. Want die Heere gaan Jerusalem oordeel, maar hulle sien het net nie in nie, hulle is blind. No knowledge of the true God. It sê hulle merk niks nie, hulle merk nie is op nie. All these people are, uh, Isaiah calls them dogs. They're dogs. They're dogs lying around like dogs do. You know what dogs do? Dogs just sleep. Well, my dog does. <laughs> they just lie around, sleep all day, sleep till they're hungry, and then eat until they're tired, and then sleep some more. Um, and that's what the Heere say here in verse 10. Hulle leen het heel dag, hulle hou daarvan om te sluimer en te droom. Instead, they should have been dogs that had to bark against sin and warn God's people that sin is in your midst. You should repent. And our leaders shouldn't be this way. Our sh- leaders shouldn't be like this in this country also. And, and let me just talk about secular leaders for, for a moment. I'm talking about government. I'm talking about uh, municipalities, uh, Stadtrat and so on, and teachers, police and so on. Seculare layers in any land. Our leaders are supposed to protect us against sinful laws. We've got laws in this country. It's sin. It's sin. Gay marriage. It's sin. Abortion. It's sin. Prostitution. Dacha. We're supposed to have leaders protecting us and punishing the wrongdoers. And by that, by doing that, protecting those who obey the law. Now it's turning around. Now those who obey the law, they're in danger, and the ones who break the law, they're free. Teachers in schools, supposed to protect children from wrong teaching and wrong influences, and the way to do that is, children need discipline, but now disciplines are thrown out of school. So how's it going to happen? How will things change in South Africa? How will these leaders, the secular leaders of government and, and teaching positions, how will they uh, prevent wrong influences <coughs> in Dittakir, wrong influences from harming us? The church should pray for secular leaders. Doesn't the Bible tell us to pray for the government? In 1 Timothy 2, verse 1 and 2, so that we may live a peaceful life. Aren't we supposed to shine our light as Christians? Aren't we supposed to share the gospel? Aren't we supposed to live righteous and upright and holy lives to be an example? As for us, for us tell, um, so if we want to if we want to influence the world positively, we should try and stop the world from influencing us negatively. The Bible says, "For us, many of the world is like for me, or not." We should actually all be influenced. So, keep us the world to influence. Well, this for us, the geestelijke leiders. Ons het geestelijke leiders nodig. Want die soos onder leen slaap nie in vers 10, maar wat soos wacht onder goeie wacht onder blaf. Om te waarschuwen, is gevaar, is verkeerde leren. So wat ons behoort te doen als geestelijke leiders, ouderlinge, ons behoort vir, en die wat bybelstudies leid, of dalk met kinderswerk en die kinders leid, ons behoort te bid vir mense. Nee, en so te waak, ons behoort hulle die waarheid te leer, ons behoort hulle teen vals leren te waarschuwen. en sê, this is false, this is true. Ons moet die vals leren uitwees, ons moet ons mense beskerm dier kerkdiscipline, om sonde uit te hou. Nee, en te sê, ons kan nie net te free vooral, allemaal doen wat hy wil nie. 
Dan moet een proces wees om te sê, kom ons beskerm die kudde, kom ons waak, kom ons beskerm hulle teen wolwe en teen die invloede van die wereld en die invloede van sonde. Acts chapter 20 verse 28, keep watch over the flock, waak oor die kudde, sê hy vir die ouderlinge. En dan sê hy, ons is die wat oor jylle siele waak, Hebreus 13 vers 17, Titus 1 vers 9, ons moet ouderlinge wees wat die waarheid vir mense kan leer en valsheid kan weer leen, sê hierdie is waar, hierdie is vals. Nou om dit recht te kry, you can't just have leaders trying to teach the people, but the leaders themselves aren't following the truth. We need leaders who obey the truth of God, who obey the scriptures, who, who protect their own souls. Nee, waar ons onszelf, ons moet waak, ons moet waak teen sonde, ons moet waak in die heilige leven, ons moet waak oor ons lering. This teaching that I give you, I should watch, and everyone else who stands in this pulpit, I should watch and say, is this true? Am I saying what God is saying, or I'm sucking things out of my thumb? Can't suck things out of your thumb. Ons moet waak oor ons verhouding met die Heere as geestelike leiders. 1 Timotheus 4 vers 16 Keep a close watch on yourself, Timothy, and on the teaching. Persist in this. Hou aan hier meer. And in this way you will save both, both yourself as well as those who hear you. Kan ek nie Afrikaans sê. Um, let op jou leven en jou leer vol harde aan wanneer dit te doen sal jy jouself red so wel as die wat jou hoor. So ons moet waak as geestelike leiders oor homself. And no spiritual leader can do this alone. That's why spiritual leaders need the prayers of God's people. We pray for you, we need your prayers for us. That God will help us, that God will protect us, that we can be vigilant. Nee, geestelik wakker. Wakker, waaksam. And that God will protect us against the enemy, the onslaughts of Satan, the aanvallen, die, die vierige peile wat geskiet word. Wees nuchter en waaksam, jylle vijand die duivel loop rond soos een brillende leeuw en soek wie hy kan verslink. Waak en bid, dat jylle nie in versoeking kom nie, Petrus. En so ons het dit nodig, gebede vir ons, soos het ons vir die gemeente bid. Bid vir die leiders, dat hulle nie gierig is nie. How many pastors are there in South Africa, they greedy for more money, they want money, they want money, they want money. Under the name of Christianity, under the name of Christ, they're like dogs who just can't get enough. In verse 11, it tells us, hierdie honde is gulsig, hulle ken geen versadiging. It's like my, I used to have a Labrador, and Labradors, and I believe Golden Retrievers, I had one too. If you don't stop them, they'll eat till they drop. They just get fat. <laughs> and that's how some people are who call themselves spiritual leaders. They just want more. They want your money. They want more. They want more. They want more. What should happen is we should have spiritual leaders that feed feeds the flock, that feeds the sheep with the word of God. Not just wanting for themselves. No, giving, serving. Met die woord van die Heere. Dis wat die leier is. In Jesus' kingdom, Jesus said in the world, secular leaders are those who are up there and they have the thumb on the rest. They oppress the rest. Not so in my kingdom, Jesus says. The one who is first in my kingdom must be the servant. So dis wat die Heere Jesus van ons wil hee. Not shepherds who slaughter the sheep and take their money. En dis wat jy sien in die einde van vers 11. Hulle is herders wat nie weet hoe om op te merk nie, allemaal loop hulle eie pad, elkeen na sy onrechtverdige wins, allemaal saam. I will give you shepherds who will feed you, uh, shepherds after my own heart, who will feed you with knowledge and understanding. Jeremia 3 vers 15, Peter, do you love me? Feed my sheep. Dis wat Jezus van ons wil hee. 
nie, nie soos Jezus gesê, die, die skelms nie, hulle spring oor die heine, en dan kom hulle om te slag, en te steel, en te eet, uh, en hulle kom met verwoesting en vernietiging. We don't want leaders like the Pharisees, they go into widows' houses, oh, your husband's pension, your husband, oh, jy het al die geldkies gekry, wil jy nie vir ons gee, give it to God, God wants you to give the money, come poor widow, and they steal, they steal money from the poor, of soos die valsleeraars in 1 Timotheus, the love of money is the root of all evil. Not money is the root of all evil. It's not a sin to have money. Money is not the problem. It's greed that's the problem. So die mense soek net meer en meer. What a shepherd, en, en dis wat valsleeraars doen in 2 Petrus 3, wat die heren soek van herders, is hulle moet een voorbeeld stel. Hulle moet nie vuil wind soek nie en sê, hier is die voorbeeld. Nie vir mense net sê wat te doen nie. Look at the example. Look how we follow Christ in die voorbeeld wees wat die mense kan volg. Nie soos een ou wat saam, nee, wat ek nou amper nou te veel praat, nie soos een ou wat ek, ek uh, geken het nie, hy is nou oorlede. Sy vir hom het die leven gaan oor lekser vakanties, oor deerder karre, oor deerder speelgoed, oor meer en, en deerder speelgoed. Any pastor who, who, who lives for money and he wants that money for worldly pleasures, you know why he wants worldly pleasures? Because he's never tasted the deep pleasures of God. That's why anyone, why will anyone want to drink muddy water? Because they've never tasted sweet, fresh mountain water. So if you've tasted the pleasures of God, you're not into, give me more, give me more greed like these leaders. Hulle ken nie die Heere nie. Ons kort meer leiders, vir wie sondag sy aanbidding, is die gebeurtenis van die week, en nie saterdagse partijkie waar die drank vloe. En dis wat jy het in Suid-Afrika, meen, prosperity kerke is oorl, is oorl, wil nie het geld steel en geld soek, en waarvoor soek hulle die geld vers 11, is vir vers 12. Is nog wijn koop, nog wijn koop, en hoe meer die wijn lekker die partijkie, want het sê daar, morgen gaan, uh, sal soos vandag wees, buiten gewoon groot, hoekom, wat ons het hulle geld! And we got their money, so we can buy alcohol. I even saw a video clip of a church where the guys, they bring their money and put down the money and then you have to drink. And then they walk around and put down some more money that you're offering and you have to take another sweep. Nog drink, and as die kerk ons kan drink. Any leader, if you see a spiritual leader at every occasion, any social occasion you see him, he's just got drinking more and drinking more. You can amper nie oosien sonder drank in sy hand nie. That's dangerous. Because if you have spiritual leaders getting drunk, what do spiritual leaders, what do drunk spiritual leaders do when they have to make decisions? They make stupid decisions. Dumb decisions. They live like idiots probably too strong to say morons, but they do, they're not supposed to be spiritual leaders. They're not supposed to be leaders at all, in any capacity. Want in Spreke 31 vers 4 en 5 sê die koning, die, die, die maas sê vir haar sien, hy is die koning, my sien, wanneer jy self aan drank gee as die koning nie, as jy self aan drank gee en jy nie dom besluite, en jy gee nie die rechte van die wat eindelijk onderdruk word, dat jy hulle kan help nie. 1 Timotheus 3 vers 3 sê, ouderling moet nie een drinker wees nie. Nou, dit beteken nie, dit is sonde om alcohol te gebruik nie. Ek, partij mense dink so, ek weet, daar is debat daar oor, ek dink nie so nie, wat ek wel dink is, Paulus sê nie vir Timotheus, jy moet nie dronk word nie. 
en een ouderling moet niet een dronkaard wees nie, en wat hy vertalings vertaling, so dit is nie wat hy sê nie, wat hy woord beteken is, hy moet niet een drinker wees nie, wat is die verskil? Die verskil is, wat hy ook kan sê spiere drink, en hy is nie dronk nie, ouderling moet nie so wees nie, jy moet nie een ouderling sien, jy kan nie by braai sien nie, want hy bier in sy hand, jy kan nie een foto van hom sien, want hy drank in sy hand, ouderling moet nie so wees, hy moet een voorbeeld stel, en die, meen, hoe, hoe, how can, how can any spiritual leader, bring sheep that have gone astray, wat op die verkeerde pad is, how can he bring them back, if he's not even on the right path, en dis wat vers 11 sê, dit sê daar allemaal loop hulle eie pad, die geestelike leiders, nou aan die einde, dis soos in hoofstuk 53 vers 6, waar het sê, ons het allemaal gedwaal so skaap, en hoe kan jy die skaap terugbring, as jy self op die pad is nie, nee, so ons moet self op die pad wees, om mense, excuse, na Jesus toe te bring, nou al, al, wat is plig, our duty as the church of Jesus Christ is to pray for such leaders. Jesus het gesê, bid vir arbeiders in die oos, nee. We need to pray, Lord, will you give us such leaders, raise up such men. Now, perhaps you say, yes, that's true. When last did you do that? When last did you pray that God will give us spiritual leaders? Wanneer last het jy gebid vir theologiese colleges? Wanneer laas het jy gebid vir die wat opleiding moet gee en manne moet voorbereid vir bediene? Dis een belangrike ding dat jy ergens in jou stilte tyd inwerk en sê, Heere, gee ons die rechte type mense. Skryf het op een gebedsluis and then as a church, as elders, ons ouderlinge, ons moet nie net bid vir die rechte manne nie. Ons moet uitkyk en sê, is die sikke man in ons kerk? Hoe kan ons hierdie ouwens aanmoedig en sê, ons sien die gave, en die rest van ons, die rest van ons moet uitkyk in die gemeente, sien ons ouwens, hulle hier die gave, hoe gaan ons hulle aanmoedig, en sê, het jou oorweeg om jezelf meer te bekwam, en voor te bereid vir bediening. Nummer 2, second solution for South Africa's problems, we should worship the true God. Now there's a third point, but we're getting to it next week, and I'm not even going to finish point number 2 tonight. We'll finish that next week. So, ons moet die ware God aanbid. En dit is hoofstuk 57, vers 1 tot 13. Toe ons in Pilaansberg was, hierdie al, vir ons lang na weekie. You're only allowed to be in the in the national park until 6 o'clock, then the gates close. And uh, we didn't we didn't really think much about the clock. And it was getting close to six o'clock, and just in the last hour, then we saw lions. Oh, another lion! Another lion! And we saw uh, nice animals. And then I thought, we better rush. We're going to get a fine if we're not at the gate at six. And ons right to finisher as it ons mag. Then we mag fierig of vijftig rij in die park, and ek het sixty of seventy gered. And a man stood in the road with a torch. En toe stap hy na my kar toe, en hy sê, Good evening, sir. En hy steek sy hand soms in my kar, hy sê, My name is William. Hy sê, I'm here to, weet om te sien wat alles mooi gaan nie. I'm in charge of the gate. Please don't drive so fast. You'll make the gate, don't worry. En net so wel, cause probably two kilometers further on, the wild dogs came running up the road, three of them. What would happen if I kill a wild dog? Jo, groot moeilikheid. 
Jaar is een moeilijkheid. Ek denk ek sal tronk toe gaan. Jylle moet my help. Is, is wille onder bedreig? Oké, okay, daar is moeilijkheid vir my as ek wille ontraak krijg. So is een bedreigde specie. In Isaiah's day, King Manasseh murdered innocent people. Like happened, like it happens in our country. I'm going to talk about that just now. He murdered innocent people, many of them, so that they were endangered like wild dogs. <laughs> En dit sê vers 1, die rechtvaardige kom om, daar is niemand wat het ter harte neem nie, die vroomers word weggerik, sonder dat iemand daarop let, want die rechtvaardige word weggerik van wie die boosheid. And people don't care. People don't care, verse 1 tells us. It's like no one worries, like no one realizes. It's to the detriment of this country, dit is tot ons nadeel. It's... it's very bad if you have a country and the righteous, those who really love Christ and obey him, you just throw them out, throw them out. And eventually you've got a bunch of wicked people and that's a disaster. That's a disaster, absolutely. It happens in South Africa with the government, with atheists, with those in the Dutch Reformed Church fighting for gay rights and it's like they just want to swing open the doors and say let all wickedness flood in. Weet of hulle alles wat sleg is wil inlaat. Hulle, hulle, wil, hulle wil die wat die waarheid verkondig uitskuif. Hulle soek die wat met goddeloosheid inkom. Meen, they've already thrown the Bible out of our public schools. We don't want the Bible. We don't want the gospel. We don't want Christ. And they don't realize, wat, ek, ek nou vast met die woord nadeel in Engels. It's to the disadvantage. It's to the disadvantage of South Africa if you are going to quench the light. As jy die kaars gaan doodplaas, as jy die, as jy die licht gaan uitdoof, if you remove the salt, the rot will take over. It's all further for all. As Christians, we are salt and we are light. We're supposed to have and be an influence. If you remove that, you're in trouble. And that's what happens in churches in this country and in the country itself. Manatee if you kill the righteous, you're actually doing them a favor, right? Because it says in verse 1 at the end, die rechtvaardige word weggerik van weer die boosheid. So dis of die heren sê, wel, ek gaan dan, um, jylle maak my kinders dood, soos koning Manasse gedoen het, wel, hulle gaan net jimmel doen, hulle het vrede by my. So ek, ek spaar hulle eindelijk van dinge wat slechter gaan word, want Jerusalem gaan geoordeel word. So die Heere spaar hulle. So jy doen hulle eindelijk gins, want vers 2 sê, hy gaan in die vrede in. So hy gaan uit vrede by die Heere, hy ris daar op die bedens, want hulle het een type bed gehad, het draagbaar as een graf, of dit uh, type kus wat hulle dan in die graf le, hy wat die rechtheid pad loop. So die wat oprecht is en rechtvaardig is, die Heere sê jy so, eindelijk, jy skiet jyself in die voet, want die land gaan ondergaan, en jy doen nie die mense nie skade wat my dien nie, want hulle gaan by my wees, hulle gaan vrede hee. Nou natuurlijk, koning Manasseh het het nie so bedoel nie. He was a very wicked king, king Manasseh. He didn't mean, hey, let me send the righteous to heaven, let's kill them so they can have rest and peace with God. He didn't mean it that way, and therefore God said, <coughs> I'm going to judge you, in verse 3. Jylle, kom hierheen, kinders van die toverekse slag van overspeler, en van haar wat hoorheer, kom jylle hiesel, kom in my hof en ek gaan jylle oordeel, I'm going to judge you. Well, fortunately, King Manasseh repented, 
Just like the Apostle Paul, he also killed Christians, but he repented and God saved him and forgave him. So God didn't judge him, but the most of them didn't repent. The most of them kept on persecuting the righteous, persecuting believers, those who were obedient to God. So these people didn't repent of their sin, and then God said in verse 3, you will be judged. Now, hulle haat, wat hulle vir God het, wees eindelijk maar net, of hulle haat vir die rechtverdige is haat vir God, right? If you hate Christians, it means you hate, you hate Jesus. You hate God. That's what Jesus said to Paul. Paul, Paul, why are you persecuting me? You persecute my children, you persecute me. Jesus said, those who are against you are against me. Okay, so, dis hoekom hulle, hoekom hulle, um, Christene vervolg is want hulle te haat vir God and why do people hate God? They hate Him because He's against their sin. They can't live the way they please. They do what verse 3 tells us. Kinders van a toverreaksie, geslag van a overspeel. So wat hy beteken is, you learned from your parents to pray to the dead. You learned from your parents to commit adultery, verse 3 says, to be sexually immoral. And God is against that and God will judge that. God is against what the Dutch Reformed Church has decided pro-homosexuality. God is against what certain religious, religions practice when they pray to the dead, when they pray to their ancestors. God is against Radio Jacaranda, Jacaranda FM, when they have a program and say, phone in and you can talk to the dead. God is against that. Suez Fares 3 said, now the world wishes God is not there. The world wishes God away, but because they can't hurt God, who do they try and hurt? His followers. And they mock us, and they persecute Christians, and they hate Christians, and they hate the church that preaches the true gospel. And then if you speak against their sin, then they say, we will take you to the Human Rights Commission. That is verse 4. These people are blind. They can't see the connection between their false religion and their sexual immorality. They can't see the, see the connection between their false religion, their idol worship, and sacrificing their children. And verse 5. Well, you see, now, they have themselves offered. It was for the Afghot Mullah geweest. No, but they have offered. And immediately, if you say that, yeah, that is so immoral, that is so evil, you sacrifice your own children, then people come with this. Didn't God do the same? The God of the Bible? God told Abraham, sacrifice your son, sacrifice Isaac, and offer. And didn't God sacrifice his own son on the cross? So how can we say it's immoral to sacrifice your children to Molech, to the idol? Well, the answer to that is, no. God had for Abraham gekeerd. It was a test. God didn't make Abraham sacrifice his son. It was a test. Before Abraham killed Isaac, God stopped him and said, sacrifice the sheep, this ram in the place of your son. And concerning himself, well, we deserved the judgment of God. We deserved death. And God sacrifices himself in Christ. 
for us to sacrifice yourself, to give your own life, to save sinners. That is noble. That is honorable. That is not pagan idolatry. Dis nie afgoederij nie, dis eerbaar dat die Heer homself gee. That to sacrifice your children, that is wicked, that is evil. Dis nie eerbaar nie. En mense doen het vandag nog. People still sacrifice their children. How do they do it? You know how they do it? They say they love children, but then they vote for political parties that are pro-abortion. And I'm not talking about a specific party. There are many parties in this country. They pro-abortion. They sacrifice children. They kill children. And in this way, what then gebeur is, duisende kinders levens word geoffer, want ons soek a partij wat a beter toekomst vir ons kan gee, en ons offer hulle op die altar van a hoop vir a beter Suid-Afrika. Want ons stem pro-abortie. Mense offer hulle kinders vir die wereld, hulle offer hulle kinders vir mammon, geld, hulle offer hulle kinders vir die duivel. We are so busy chasing money in South Africa, so busy chasing money to get more and more, we don't give attention to our kids. And then we think, we can buy our children's, a relationship with our children, we can buy with money what only love can buy, what only love can bring. Too many, too many parents sacrifice their children to the devil. By allowing their children, not even having any safeguards, just allowing them evil television programs, evil movies, alcohol, drugs. You saw this week that kids died this week because of drugs. We just give them over. Oh, yeah, let's give you a computer in your room with internet free access. You don't even know what your kid is watching or parties or friends. Uh, sinful friendships or sinful relationships with the opposite sex and we allow all these things that's just sacrificing your children like they did just in a different way of ons offer ons kinders on enemies just to say oh you teach my children what you like and we don't know what's being taught to our children at school so getting wrong instruction about marriage so they learning oh you can have five wives oh you can have sex before marriage. Oh, you can be homosexual. That's your choice. We give them wrong, wrong instruction about sex. So what's the way to prevent you from getting AIDS? Hey, it's not abstinence. It's not only having sex inside of marriage. It's just, oh, just wear a condom. Just forboot middles. We give them wrong, wrong instruction in our schools about religion. So yeah, all the It's like every religion is just the same. Jesus is just one of the rest. We give them wrong instruction about what is success. So the more money, the more successful. We give them wrong instruction about what is a man's role. What is a woman's role? What is a man's role in marriage and a woman's role? We give them wrong instruction about discipline. And so on and so on. No, don't let you that not do it. And I don't believe me my verkeerd verstaan nie. Ek sê nie hier dier die enigste manier wat reg is as homeschooling. Julle weet ons homeschool nie. Homeschool, ek sê nie is die enigste manier nie. What I am saying is, maybe you don't allow your children to just sin as they please and you check what they learn at school, but perhaps you're a bad example. Well, that's also sacrificing them to the world. That's saying, here's the example, do what I do, don't, or do what I say, don't do what I do. Slechte voorbeeld. Of miskien sê jy, nou, I'm a good example, but you're not doing what God wants of you in terms of teaching your children the Bible. 
and bringing them under good biblical teaching. Jy weet, passieve ouwerskap en neutrale ouwerskap is net so sleg soos slechte ouwerskap. Want as jy passief is, ja, jy gee nie slechte voorbeeld nie, maar, hey, laat iemand anders maar die invloede gee, want ek is passief, ek sit terug, ek is neutraal, en jy gee hulle nie die opvoeding wat hulle nodig het nie, en wat jy behoort te doen dan, is jou taak, jou sondebeleid en jou taak ernstig opnie. En ek praat vooral met paas hier, want die VCR 6 vers 4 sê vir ons, paas, vaders, moet jylle kinders terg nie, maar bring hulle op in die, tig, uh, voet hulle op in die tig en vermaning van die heren. The fathers, where the fathers, where the fathers, that need to instruct their children and show the example. And yes, the mothers also, not letting you off the hook. We should all be those parents that instruct our children and teach them the word of God. You see, as ons nie ons kinders leer nie, van die Heere, wel, dan sal hulle afgoede nie, soos het Israel gedoen het. Hulle sal die verkeerde pad gaan. En as jy afgoede nie, weet jy wat gebeur dan? Dan word jy dom. If you worship idols, you become stupid. And I'm not meaning, I don't mean unintellectual. I mean morally foolish, morally stupid. Why do you think engineers, lawyers, doctors fall for the prosperity gospel? Why do you think doctors, engineers, lawyers, other smart people, you find them in cults, cultusa, you find them in false religions, you find atheists. And there's this specialist, this medical specialist, he's an atheist, is he stupid? Well, he's very intellectual, but he's morally foolish. Now, who maak afgoedere jou dom? Well, Israel, kijk in vers 6, by die gladde klippe van die dal is jou deel, dit is jou lot, ook het jy vir die drankoffers uitgeet, spuisoffers gebring. What? You kidding me? People bowing before a stone? You made me, O stone. <laughs> Let me bring my luxury to you, my wine and my grain. Here's a sacrifice, O stone. O stone, stone face, help me. <laughs> I mean, this was absolute dwarsheid. Who don't mean so so? Afgoederei maak jou dom. En moet die Heere stil bly daarover? Should God just keep quiet and say, oh, it's okay, you can put a stone on the same level as me. He's God, I'm God, same thing, take your pick. <laughs> this was dumb. Om so te redeneer. Nou, ons lach af voor, maar doen ons nie die selfde, and in this country we do the same thing. You say, where? People bow, before gravestones and pray to their ancestors. Atheists, oh, rock, God didn't make us. Oh, rock, tell us, where does everything come from? Oh, fossil, tell us, where does everything come from? Oh, evolution. <laughs> this is sarcastic, no? I cry as I'm sarcastic in preke, jammer. But this can I get back, I must be sarcastic. So al die opgravings en die fossiele, dit wees vir ons, die Bijbel is vals. Daar is nie God nie. God het ons nie gemaakt nie. Die Big Bang het ons gemaakt. Evolutie het ons gemaakt. Ons is net die product van evolutie. And should God just turn the other way and ignore that? Should God just smile when people offer their, in 
quotation marks, their wine and oil to prosperity preacher so-and-so, paid into his bank account. Paid into his bank account. So see, they bring drank offers and koring, spice offers for the clippen. And so do mense vandag, just give more money to preacher so-and-so. Give more money, give more money, in the hope that they can manipulate Jesus to give them money. En moet die Heere daarmee tevrede wees. Moet die Heere dit ignoreer, as die hele land vol afgode is. Soos hier in vers 6 tot 8, onder die bome, in die valleie, op die berge, so van onder na boe, sal net afgode. In die huise, sê vers 8 vir ons, <coughs> hy sê daar achter die deur. So what we should have had, is if you come into the house, Deuteronomy 6 verse 9, on your doorpost shall be the word of God. That they would see in this house we obey God. But now you come into the house, verse 8, and on the doorpost, oh, here's a monument for an idol. Here's the afgod, and let's worship idols. I mean, and, and this is my self in Ireland. How many homes do you know in South Africa? You walk into a house, and they got the false god on their bookshelf, and they, Christian homes, the god of the shack. So you look, you walk into the house, oh, you've got the shack. Uh, and that's a false god. But on the spiel book, means there's not a book. How many homes do you come in and people are listening to some false teachers on TBN? People who want money and money and more money. How many homes in South Africa regularly sacrifice a chicken? And ask the ancestors to help them. How many homes in South Africa, before they eat, they just do a little rhyme? It's just a little rhyme, you say, before you eat. They don't read their Bible to, uh, the Bible to their kids, and they rarely scoff, worship God with other believers because. Who needs God if you have the almighty dollar? She geld. In Israel het geestelike echtbreek gepleeg met die goede, vers 5, vers 7, vers 8, jy lees hier van hoe hulle bed uh, weid, weid maak en opmaak en bed op die berge sit en hulle klim in die bed saam met die goede. Dit is een type geestelike echtbreek waarvan hy praat. En hulle maak hulle bed weid, sê vers 8. So the bed is wide. It's as if to say all the idols can come. Oh, we want more idols. We want to commit spiritual adultery with all of you. And this net soos wat Israel van ouds was, soos die postmoderne mens, soos postmoderne Zuid-Afrika, soos postmoderne Amerika, postmoderne Canada, postmoderne Australië, postmoderne Kerk. Wants all die godsdienste in ons bed verwelkom. And the world applauds it and say, wonderful. Look how, how open-minded you are. You just welcome all the religions. We're all the same. And we just come together and it's so wonderful if all religions can pray together. And it's wonderful that all religions get a turn to talk at Nelson Mandela's funeral. And so we just open the door and the world doesn't have a problem with Jesus. As long as it's not the exclusive Jesus of the Bible. So it's another Jesus. So they don't have a problem. He must just be another Jesus. A Jesus that's politically correct. He mustn't discriminate. 
And so we want a Jesus we've invented and we don't want the Jesus who says, I am the way, the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. We don't want the Jesus of whom Peter says in Acts chapter 4 verse 12, there is no other name given among heaven, uh, beneath heaven by which we must be saved. There is only one name through which we must be saved, that's the name of Jesus. But God is jealous of his glory and he will not share it with anyone. The Heere is jaloers op sy eer. God hates it when people um, compare his beloved son with Muhammad, with Buddha, with Krishna, with Allah, with whoever. Jesus is not just another prophet. Jesus is not just a good teacher. Jesus is the son of the living God. Jesus is the true God. Jesus is not one option among many. Jesus is the son of God, equal to the Father and the Holy Spirit in every way. So for biblical Christians... It's not enough to say, turn back to God, South Africa. We want to hear, sir or ma'am, we want to hear, turn back to the true God of Scripture. Turn back to the Lord Jesus Christ. Turn back to the triune God. Repent. Because if we don't, it's open for interpretation. And anyone can say, oh, turn back to God. Which God? Well, my God, your God, or everyone's the same. And until we do not realize, turn back to the true God of Scripture. And until we don't realize this is our only hope, well, then South Africa is as hopeless as a child who thinks he can pay Zimbabwe's debt with a 50 rand note. <laughs> Let's pray.